Good afternoon. There's been a major development in the investigation into a mushroom meal which killed three people and left another critically ill in Victoria. Police have arrested Erin Patterson, the woman who cooked the meal, and she's being interviewed over their deaths. Cassie Zervos reports. The interview process for murder suspect Erin Patterson is now underway after she arrived here at the Wonthaggy Police Station with homicide detectives a short time ago. Detectives spent six hours at her Leangatha home in Gippsland during a search warrant. Federal police officers and detector dogs combed through the two-storey home, both inside and outside, looking for evidence. These dogs are trained to find devices such as mobile phones. They're also trained to locate hidden SIM cards, USB drives and memory cards. Today's breakthrough comes almost three months after the mother of two prepared and served a toxic beef Wellington dish. The meal claimed the lives of her former in-laws, Don, and Gail Patterson and Gail's sister Heather Wilkinson. Mrs Wilkinson's husband Ian also fell critically ill from the meal but remarkably made a full recovery after receiving a liver transplant. Police sources say the pastor's police interview was critical in their investigation because he was the only survivor from that deadly lunch. Today the homicide boss updated media. This morning detectives arrested a 49 year old female in relation to this incident and a search warrant was subsequently executed at her residential address. In smaller communities such as Lee and Gather and Currumburra, a tragedy such as this can reverberate for years to come. Erin Patterson has maintained her innocence from the very start and regrets lying to police in her initial interview. She told investigators that she purchased the mushrooms from the local shops and an Asian grocery store in Melbourne earlier this year. The mother of two remains here inside the police station with her legal team at this stage. No charges have been laid. 20 Australians who'd been trapped in Gaza since fighting broke out have escaped across the border with Egypt. Freedom came after the crossing finally opened, allowing hundreds of foreign nationals safe passage out of the war zone. But there are still thousands more waiting to leave. Here's David Woywood. It's been a gruelling weeks-long wait for so many people. The gates to Egypt finally opening in Gaza today. <laughs> but only to a select few, 335 foreign passport holders, among them 20 Australians, boarded onto buses after some were treated by waiting medics. They were driven to Cairo, where decisions will be made on their immediate future. America, though, quick to claim a win today. These doors only opening after weeks of intense negotiations spearheaded by Qatari officials. Working non-stop to get Americans out of Gaza as soon and as safely as possible. This is the result of intense and urgent American diplomacy with our partners in the region. I personally spent a lot of time speaking with the Prime Minister Netanyahu of Israel and the President Sisi of Egypt. Still, it's believed around 60 or more Australians remain inside Gaza, passport holders who've registered their interest to leave. Among them, Sydney retiree Abdullah Dahalan. He was on the list to leave. His wife, however, wasn't. So he's made the decision to stay in the war zone. Of course I'm terrified. I'm really terrified. I mean, I go to bed sometimes. That's when I can go to bed. And I don't know if, I, <laughs> if I'm going to wake up again. Yeah. And uh, this is the way it is. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just uh, awful. It's awful. 
Abdullah faces an uncertain future but is hopeful something can be arranged. The US State Department says more foreign passport holders will leave in the coming days. It's slow moving right now but the first major glimmer of hope for those with nowhere to run and nowhere to hide inside Gaza. Two people have been injured after a light plane crashed at Bankstown Airport this afternoon. Emergency crews, including firefighters, responded to the incident shortly before three o'clock. A pilot and passenger were treated by paramedics. Their injuries understood to be minor. Cooler weather is helping fire crews gain the upper hand over bushfires in two states. In New South Wales, more than 600 firefighters are on the ground, battling 52 blazes, 13 of them out of control. The areas of concern continue to be Tenterfield and the Clarence Valley. The fire at Tenterfield has scorched 6,000 hectares. North of the border, there are still more than 80 fires burning in Queensland. Around Dalveen, locals are being told to stay away because of the potential for flare-ups. But residents who were forced to evacuate at Tara on the Western Downs have now been told they can return to their homes. Police are investigating a possible link between four overnight car fires across Sydney. The vehicles were torched within hours of each other at Deniston, Homebush, Concord and Yaguna. Residents say they were woken by loud blasts and alerted firefighters. Sound of explosions and explosions and just so we came out. Never expect these kind of things. It's still more like in a movie scene. Police say security video will hold the key to identifying if there is a link or if it's all just a coincidence.